You are listening to TLRStation.com. Worldly Connections is all about bringing magic into your life. Janet Wizawadi, visionary coach and consultant, is on a mission to empower people to keep moving forward, have a vision, and trust that something good will come of it. Worldly Connections inspires listeners to live happy and be happy through the power of conversation and positive energy from Janet and other experts who believe that life is a team sport and when you work together, miracles happen. And now, here is your host, Janet Wizawati. Hi there. Thank you so much for tuning into Worldly Connections, where we believe life is a team sport and when we all work together, miracles happen. But how do we know who to work with, what books to read? I'm outrageously curious about just about everything we don't know and what we don't know. I have a wonderful guest here today and I'd like to share with you a little bit about leadership with Angela Slade and Rocks. This is Deanne Riendo and I'm taking Janet Wizawati's place today uh, as she is away and I'm so excited to be here with Angela because Angela is going to be talking about leadership. Angela's got a very unique story and Angela, thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, thank you, Deanne, for inviting me. It's just a real honor and uh, privilege to be here with you. Thank you. Well, Angela, you've had um, you've had quite an interesting background, and I'd love for the listeners to kind of hear about your story, learn a little bit about kind of what you do and who you are, and um, be, you know, we'll start with that before we get started into kind of the leadership pieces and why leadership is such a critical piece. Um, but please, would you start by sharing your story with us? Oh, thank you, Deanne. I would be happy to do that. Um, well, I, I'll start at the very beginning. <laughs> my, uh, and it'll make a little bit more sense if I kind of lay a foundation, but uh, my father is um, Aboriginal, First Nations, and my mother is German. And uh, so my my father was raised in a residential school, which I'm sure many people um, have heard the stories of. And um, basically, he was let go from the school when he was 16 onto the streets of Whitehorse uh, to fend for himself after being in this school from age 5 to 16 and had never left it. So he was picked up by social services, of course, and put into a foster home who just happens to be of course, the only grandma that I've known on my father's side. And uh, so he, you know, he grew up in residential school and then he grew up in the foster care system. And then my parents, um, after they got married, it'll be their 50th wedding anniversary this year. <laughs> they, uh, they became foster parents when I was a child. And so, you know, we, we had children in and out of our home and, and one of them they ended up adopting is now my adopted sister um, and so when I got married, and uh, my husband and I, we have five children, but uh, we also chose to become foster parents. And so just through that process of, you know, we had, um, we ended up having 16 kids over a period of about 11 years. Um, I had a sibling set of five foster children, all one family, and along with my five. So we had 10 kids for eight years. 
And um, just, you know, I want to try to keep this related to leadership. And um, one of the things that I was, that bothered me uh, when I, you know, when, when our children came into our home and, you know, after eight years, they are our kids. They, they call us mom and dad. And <laughs> so, um, but one of the things that really was bothersome to me was the fact that because of the many challenges they had prior to coming into our home, um, they would have been um, put into, you know, probably the classes in school where they would have been labeled and all sorts and put on medication and stuff. So I chose to homeschool the kids and uh, just to give them maybe a, a different chance at life and rather than kind of being lumped in with the rest of the kids. And one of the other things that really drove me was the fact that I knew, and I also had a fascination with anatomy and biology when I was in high school, um, I also knew that nutrition played a key role in their development. And I refused to put the kids on medication, so that really drove me into learning as much as I could. And at that time... Uh, all of the certified nutritional courses were all, believe it or not, via correspondence. <laughs> there was no computer. We didn't use computer. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know, this was probably almost 30 years ago. And uh, so I took every course I could find in nutrition and, uh, you know, very successfully, I'll say my, my kids were never on medication and, um, you know, we did homeschool them successfully. So, you know, it's just, uh, it was just really important for me to lead where I was being led, if that makes sense. You know, just whatever, whatever situations were in front of me to deal with, you know, what did I have to do uh, to make sure the job got done as as best to my ability? Um, yeah, so that really, you know, the kids are all grown now. My youngest is 19, and we now have 10 grandchildren. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, but my fascination with nutrition has stuck and I, I just, I love what I do. You know, I spend, I have clients all over North America. My primary focus is really doing a nutritional analysis and finding out, you know, where their deficiencies are and then how do we correct those deficiencies so that they are operating at optimal health. And, uh, so it's a little bit of a different take, um, and, uh, yeah, I love what I do. It's, it's just a great joy to work with women. And that was another thing um, in my journey is, you know, it, when I put my kids in school, which was near the end, um, I decided to open a gym because I thought the two would go really well together. And I chose to open a gym specifically for women. And uh, so I really, really, you know, developed a, a deep passion to see women healthy and whole. And uh, that, that from there, that led me to um, WGLA, which I think we're going to talk to in a bit, <laughs> talk about yes, in a minute. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Angela, because, you know, listening to you talk and, and, you know, your passion kind of comes through about the nutrition piece. And I think that, you know, in today's day, I think there's just so much um, unreal food, you know, food that isn't even real food uh, that's out there for us. And, you know, it gets really easy as a mom to just, you know, pick something that, you know, maybe doesn't have the nutritional content, but is just easy. 
And so are there any kind of tips or advice that you can offer moms that, you know, are busy in the day to day? You know, what are the best kind of ways for busy moms to be able to get quick food that's real true food with nutritional value in it? Well, my number one go-to is what I call God's fast food. So, <laughs> you know, the things that uh, that are easy to grab, bananas, apples, oranges, fresh fruit, um, even, you know, in a pinch, canned fruit with no sugar, of course, is even better than, you know, the granola bars and other stuff that they can give to their kids um, that are full of sugars and whatnot. Um, anything that you can get as close to, you know, that close to its original uh, appearance or purpose um, is the best way really to feed your kids. And the other way thing is, you know, it's, I used to do, well, you can imagine with 10 kids, uh, the amount of cooking <laughs> that mm -hmm. I would do in a week. I can't imagine. I don't want to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we would do uh, once a week bake, you know, where we'd make our home, you know, homemade muffins or whatever, and uh, there's lots of really actually healthy cookie recipes even for kids that are super yummy, and yet you know that uh, that they're going to be getting the nutrition that they need. Um, I would make really, really big oatmeal cookies. You know, of course, they're much more than just oatmeal, but uh, often in a pinch, they would grab one of those and a yogurt for breakfast. And um, so there's lots of, yeah, lots of quick things that you can do, but it, it really, the secret in my opinion, is to be mindful. And my business, uh, Total Health Method, you know, that's one of my words. It's truth, honor, and mindfulness. Um, those are my three, you know, stickler points. You know, learn the truth, honor your body, and be mindful. Wonderful. You know, and I, I love that you were able to really lead by example in this, you know, because I think that you know, as, as busy moms, you know, we tend to make those excuses for ourselves that like, oh, I'm just too busy to eat healthy or be healthier to make sure my kids eat healthy. And if you were able to do it with 10 kids, then anybody can do it. So, um, you know, you <laughs> truly are leading by example. And, and I really appreciate you um, standing in that integrity and really wanting to make sure that your your children, your family had that nutritional foundation, because I think it's missing in so many of the homes these days, that nutritional foundation. Yeah. Um, we are going to go to a little bit of a break here, Angela. Um, but for all you listeners out there, please please come back and join us because we're going to be talking about leadership, why leadership is so important. And we're also going to be talking about a global leadership network of women uh, that are doing some amazing things. So please come back and join us. Need to book an appointment with a holistic health provider or find resources and products in Edmonton and surrounding area? Not exactly quite sure who to contact or where to begin your search? Your Holistic Earth is the only online holistic marketplace that connects people like you who need help to the holistic health practitioners who provide a complete range of professional services and products. Look no further. Your Holistic Earth is your online holistic marketplace for a healthier and happier you. For everything holistic, visit yourholisticearth.ca. That's yourholisticearth.ca. Hi there and welcome back. 
And thank you for tuning into Worldly Connections, where we believe life is a team sport, and when we all work together, miracles happen. I'm Deanne Riendo, standing in for Janet Wizawadi, and I've got a wonderful guest here. Angela Sladen de Rocks is with us, and um, she's got a company called Total Health Method, but she's also a managing director for a woman's the Women's Global Leadership Alliance. And we're going to talk a little bit now about leadership. She shared her story before the break uh, about really wanting to lead where she was led. And so we're going to expand on leadership and give you guys a few little takeaways um, in terms of, um, you know, what leadership is all about and why it's so important. So Angela, thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Dan. Pleasure to be here. And wonderful. And so, you know, I want to talk about leadership and kind of what leadership means to you and um, kind of get into some of the, you know, why leadership is so important and especially around women. Yes, thank you, Deanne. Um, well, thank you for that reminder, too. It's, it really, in my experience and kind of the way I've approached it is leadership is really learning how to, you know, take control and to successfully manage whatever situation you're in. And, um, you know, that could be a, a personal situation, could be something that's, you know, put upon you that you had no control over even, um, or things that you've chosen for yourself. And whether they go, you know, the way you plan or not, leadership, in my opinion, is just really evaluating where you're at, figuring out what is needed to get you where you want to be. So, you know, and in my case, it was more focused on my children. You know, where did I want my kids to end up? Did I want them to end up as being labeled kids of medication on the street, which is where a lot of these kids end up? Or did I want them to be, you know, functioning adults? Um, you know, um, and even personally, our own health, you know, as a family, you know, where did I want us to be in, you know, when I, I'm, I'm going to be 50 next year. And it's, what do I want to be when I'm 50? You know, what do I want to look like and feel like when I'm 50? So, I really think it's leadership is just taking that step forward, finding out what you need to do, and then doing it. I like that. Finding out what you need to do and actually doing it. You know, and so often I think there's people that, you know, they have an idea or they have a vision or they have some sort of calling, if you will, and they don't know how to take the steps to get there. And, and the reality is that sometimes it's just a matter of putting one foot in front of the other, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's, there's a big risk in doing it, right? And the risk is, is that it might not be done right the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, totally, that's totally cool because, I mean, really, all of our lessons, our life lessons that stick are the ones that we personally, you know, messed up on ourselves and learned the lesson the hard way, really, at least in my experience. So I think, you know, failure is a step forward, always. And um, so not to be afraid to take that. And, you know, women by, by nature, I think, you know, um, really are those risk takers. And they really do uh, step up to the plate when they feel the empowerment to do that, um, whether that be internal or whether that be from a parent or a spouse. But you see a lot of, um, you know, women leaders and women in different areas, doesn't matter what industry or market or, you know, they, they tend to step up to the plate when given the opportunity and the tools to do that. And, and I find that a lot of women are not really afraid to take that risk. Um, 
they just need to be kind of given permission, whether it be from themselves or, you know, from uh, wherever they happen to be. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think that speaks a lot um, to the idea of mentorship. And, you know, I think we're kind of in this in this generation where we we see more women leaders standing up more than ever before. And we also want to encourage that those women leaders in the community are are kind of empowering those younger women to to kind of step up and and to mentor them and i think that's kind of that's such a huge piece in uh, what uh the women's global leadership alliance is all about it really is such a wonderful um group of women and it really does encourage kind of that mentorship bringing people in and empowering women to um to get out there and do great things so would you tell us about the Women's Global Leadership Alliance, what, what it's about, what their mission is, and, and, and who they are? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so the WGLA, the Women's Global Leadership Alliance, is indeed a global alliance of women leaders who want to do those very things that you just mentioned, Deanne. They want to step up to the plate. They want to support each other. They want to see women leaders, um, you know, evolve and grow and and step into their place um, in a supportive environment that, you know, they provide some resources, they provide some tools, they provide the mentorship, um, there's events. Um, they had their first North American event in uh, Vegas in March, and, and I was invited down to, to uh, speak for them, which was just a great honor. Um, and just, you know, just an opportunity to really connect with women leaders Worldwide, I mean, we have right now, I believe we have 30 or 32 um, chapters, um, not just in North America. We've got a couple in Australia. I think there's one in New Zealand. Um, so it's really just a growing, you know, a, a growing concern. It's, it's awesome. It's very exciting. Um, and as a WGLA member, you not only have access to connect with these women worldwide, but you can also um, attend any of their conferences where no matter where they are, and they give you opportunities to share what you do as a business. Um, so any woman that has a business and wants to expand it, that's a great opportunity to make those connections. Um, or if you just want to, you know, you're looking for a business idea, it's, it's great to chat with these, a lot of these, I would say the majority of them are, are entrepreneurs, um, you know, just to chat with them and find out, you know, how they did what they did and, and then, put it, you know, put that into practice for your own uh, dreams. So, yeah, it's just a great, great organization. It's very new. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's only like about a year old. Um, so, I mean, you think about that, 30 chapters in the last year, they've had incredible growth and support. Yeah, that that's amazing. And I think that just shows the need for for organizations like this. Uh, where where there is that mentorship, that support, the empowerment, and the opportunities to kind of learn and grow, right? So I just yeah. think that's amazing. So, you know, speaking of, you know, leadership and women in leadership, you know, if you were to, um, say, meet a, a, a younger woman um, who's maybe just starting out her business, what are some of the key things that you would share with her um, from a mentor perspective um, or from that leadership role of 
of, you know, words of advice or words of encouragement, what would you share with, the, with that person? Well, I would tell her, first of all, that it is definitely worth it because it, building a business is the hardest thing that you will ever do. Um, but it is, I would say, next to parenting is probably the most rewarding thing that you'll ever do. Because um, it's very similar to to raising children, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to you have to be the disciplinarian, and often that's you know of your own person. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially if you run a home based business. Absolutely. Um, you know, and you have to be the nurturer, and you have to be the encourager, you have to be the educator, and the only twist is is that it usually you know it, it all relates to you. So, what do you need to learn? to run your business. Um, and that, and that's another point, you know, I'd like to make too, is that we can't be everything to everybody, you know? Um, and so pick that thing that you are extremely passionate about, even if you have no idea how to do it. Um, and then learn how to do that one thing and focus on it. Cause I think a lot of times I've spoken with lots of young ladies who went to university right out of, um, you know, high school you know, they're 22, they've got an, uh, you know, accounting, be common with a major in accounting, and they're good at it, but they don't love it. And mm. so I always, you know, so just because we're good at something um, doesn't mean it's necessarily our passion. And I think we just, you know, to give women the permission to try several things, because often you don't always know. I mean, there's a, I really believe that it, you know, it's it's more important to know what you don't want than to know mm. what you do want. And you only learn that again through experience. That's right. You know, I really like that you said that, Angela, because I've worn many, many different hats in my in my, you know, fifteen year career. And um, you know, I've always tried different things because I, I've always wanted to experience different things. And I I remember, you know, getting kind of a bit of slack from my mom and dad for, you know, can't you just make up your mind and pick one thing? And I remember thinking to myself, well, no, I want to try everything. I want to experience as much as I can. And, you know, all of those experience, all of the experiences that I had, they really came together in creating the current business I run now. And I'm so deeply passionate about it. And I'm so grateful that I did all the things that I did because it everything that I did gave me tools and more resources to be able to do what I'm doing now. And so, you know, I think that is an important point to make it, you know, in terms of sharing with people that maybe are new to the business or just starting out to to say, yeah, you, you got to try on a few different hats, you know, and yeah. and that helps you to grow. It helps you to uncover maybe what those passions are. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say one of the stories that really impacted me was the story of uh, Steve Jobs, you know, how he dropped out of university and he decided to take random university courses and one of them was calligraphy and another was, you know, totally unrelated courses, but just things that he had a natural interest in. And, uh, you know, and it turned into, you know, as we all know, the, uh, the Apple, the Mac. And I mean, that was a combination he attributes, you know, those random courses, especially the calligraphy course to all the unique fonts that are in, you know, the, uh, Mac products. So it's, it's really interesting. And I, I love that idea too. You know, it's, um, I just participated in a book called the spirit fed entrepreneur mm. and it was very much, very much that related to what we're just talking about is that, you know, you really have to allow yourself to be led by the spirit or however you want to 
word that. Um, but, you know, and that really is your passions. You know, let your passions lead you and you will, you'll always end up in the right place. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a great place to kind of start wrapping things up um, because, you know, what, what a great way to end off of really, you know, follow your heart, you know, in other words. um, And that's not always that easy to do, you know, like you mentioned earlier, it does take courage to do that. Um, But when we really stand in our power, you know, really great things do happen. And I think that is a key piece to um, to leadership and why leadership is so important in showing people that they can empowering people to let them know that they can follow those passions and they can really live the life that they they want and that they love so so thank you for sharing all of that um, as we kind of wrap up here though I want to make sure that people know how to get a hold of you so um, how would they get a hold of uh, women's global leadership Alliance and how would they get a hold of you Angela if they wanted to reach out to you Okay, um, thank you for that uh, opportunity to share, Dan. Um, so the uh, WGLA is womensgla.com forward slash Edmonton or Calgary. And uh, that will take you to our local pages, but just womensgla.com will just take you to the, the main page. Um, so that's how they can contact me. They can send me an email through there. Or we're also on Meetup. Um, meetup.com for both Edmonton and Calgary and we have Facebook pages for both so feel free to connect with us there Um, my total health method business is totalhealthmethod.com so they can send me an email through there or yeah and there's lots of ways to to reach out well, that's great, Angela. Thank you again so much for taking the time to to uh, to share with us today. Talk a little bit about leadership and share your your amazing story. Um, you know, there's not many people these days that can say that they they've had ten children go through the house and that they homeschooled them and um, also made sure that they were healthy and 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 full of nutrition. So um, I'm so grateful, and you definitely lead by example. Thank you so much for being a leader in the community and thank you for taking the time today. Oh, thank you, Deanne, for having me. It's been a real pleasure and uh, I love working with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you all to all of you listeners for tuning in to Worldly Connections and uh, allowing me to stand in for the wonderful Janet Wizawadi who couldn't be here today. Uh, we're so grateful for your listening ears and the time that you spend to, to hear what we have to say Thank you and have a wonderful day. Are you interested in appearing on Worldly Connections? Ready to work together and make miracles happen? Then Janet wants to hear from you. Contact her at Janet at FamilyConnect.com. That's Janet at FamilyConnect, spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T dot com. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Tune in next week, same day and time.